This episode suffered some technical difficulties that I'm very much putting down to Dan's terrible internet connection, so it does end rather abruptly, uh, for which we apologise. Sorry. Hi, I'm Orlando Bloom and you're listening to Two Star Podcast. Good evening sports fans and welcome to episode 36 of the Two Star Podcast. Uh, I am your host, Daniel, along with my partners in crime, in Adam's case very literal and very horrific crime. So partner in crime number one is Adam. Yes, hello. You seem super enthusiastic tonight, and partner number two is Graham. I prefer um, crimes against the state than against the person. That's fine. That's what Adam does. All right. I mean, crimes against the person too. But I suppose I better I better carry out crimes against the person then. Oh, yeah, we got a great thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was your was your sports fans uh, statement in reference to anything particular, like the Super Bowl, or was it simply a random choice of words? It was simply a random choice of words. Fantastic. I love it when the Super Bowl happens and English people pretend they give even the slightest fuck about American football for, well, not even a full match because you just go to bed early. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like American football and even I don't give a shit about the Super Bowl. It's on too late. Nothing happens. I mean, it's bad enough that people pretend they like rugby just because Six Nations is on again. Mm. I get the impression that the Super Bowl is very much like the Oscars in that it's... Hours and hours of incredibly tedious shit that no one cares about, and then like maybe an hour and a half of actually interesting stuff that people want to watch, and then that's it, it's over. You get quite a lot more black footballers than you do uh, Oscar nominees. <laughs> that's true. Yes. But Leonardo DiCaprio has never won a Super Bowl either. Well, he's probably more likely to win a Super Bowl than an Oscar. This is true. Also true. Uh, maybe he'll win an Oscar playing a Super Bowl winner. So I believe the Denver Broncos won? All right. Yes. Are they playing? I don't know. Is that even a team? Yeah, sounds like a team. And somebody called the Panthers. Yes, the Black Panthers from the sixties, I think. Well, you see, it was very controversial because the the lead bloke from the Panthers was black, and obviously him being black and in charge, America hated that shit. Mm. So everyone is delighted that a dorky-looking white dude won instead. So there are lots. Denver, the last dinosaur. That's the only thing I know about Denver. What? It's in Colorado, isn't it? Yeah, there was yeah. Um, a children's cartoon where yeah, they... Denver the Last Dinosaur had a skateboarding dinosaur called Denver who was, like, in an egg and then hatched. In... Yeah, um, but it wasn't based in Denver. They just they saw, a, like, a billboard for Denver, and that's what they decided to call him. And um, I think he played guitar. Yeah, that sounds about right, yeah. It was that yeah, but of... dinosaurs have, like, really tiny arms. How was it... Oh, yeah, it was quite... I mean, he had quite a long pick, I imagine. I don't think he was a Tyrannosaurus. I mean, that would just be irresponsible. Yeah, it's more like sort of Barney. Yeah. Where he's supposed to be. But Barney's got tiny arms as well, and is also super annoying. Yeah, but that's just... It, he had to have them chemically shortened so that he couldn't interfere with the children. <laughs> so it was Was that, he on the BBC, perchance? It was that whole thing. Yes. It's for the best, really. Preventative mm-hmm. measures. Yeah, uh, Barney. No, Denver the Last Dinosaur. It was around about the same time as Rude Dog and the Dweebs, I believe. Yes. Yeah. It was, it was, was early. Was it late eighties or early nineties? Yeah, just where uh, the way you knew everyone was cool was they wore sunglasses, played guitar, and did skateboards. Yeah, pretty much. And wore a baseball cap backwards. Yeah. 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 Oh, you have seen Denver then? <laughs> no, I'm just remembering Poochie from The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. That's very, very much based on a true story, I think. Yeah. Well, that Fantastic. was an interesting little diversion I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Um, so, on the menu today, uh, Graham apparently is going to force march me in a crime against humanity to 
somewhere else. But apparently I have to do a personality test to work out where I'm going to get deported to. Well, yeah, we can't just pick somewhere at random. That would be cruel. Yes, I might do a Julian Assange and become illegally detained in my own home. Despite no or one detaining. the Ecuadorian embassy. Yeah, well, that place is a shithole. And it's got well, Julian I mean, Assange you could, you could, Yeah, I was going to say, you could <laughs> pick a different embassy, obviously. Oh, okay. I've well, I'm, sure North, I'm sure North Korea would, would quite happily have you. Well, I've been to the Cuban embassy in London, and it's rubbish. It's basically just a little office, which I is... I think a lot of them are, crap. to be honest. Like, I, don't, I think unless you're, like, one of the big countries, you don't get, like, a, a fancy, you know, heaps of palatial office with, you know, guards and servants and all the rest of it. You just sort of get a cupboard. You'd assume that Ecuador must have been quite a long way down his list when he was ringing around to see where he could live forever. Well, I imagine he was looking for, like, embassies of countries that didn't have extradition treaties with the UK. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that wouldn't cooperate with British law enforcement. It's probably quite high up the list, then. Yeah. yeah. There or North Korea, pretty much. Mm. Does North Korea have an embassy? They do. Be, do they? Do they? Yeah, it's fantastic. It's basically Fucking a house that no one's ever been in. It's just they've nominated that that is the North Korean embassy. It must be amazing. What, what do you need the? What do they need an embassy for? Just so they've got an embassy. I suppose. Well, yeah, you've got to have an embassy. You're not proper if you haven't got an embassy. The people can't from there can't come here. People from here pretty much can't go there. Yeah. Is it literally just a building in which a little North Korean dude sits in there and says, you want to visit North Korea? Fuck you! It's probably got a wicked crack den going in there. I have Googled it. I'm going to send you the, uh, the picture of the North Korean embassy from Google Google Street View. Well, it's having a think about loads. <laughs> yeah, that's, um, that's, that's a house. It's a house, um, yes. I, I'm slightly disappointed it doesn't have a fuck-off big North Korean flag house. It literally just has got... Uh, Yin Yang thing outside and Okay, so Dan, where in Britain would you be happiest? Uh so to start we have to click on an image, so I'm gonna have to sort of talk you through them. Um the first one is Guildford. kind of a, a well, no, there isn't a picture of Guildford, there's sort of a row of terraced houses. It very much looks like the North Korean embassy. Then picture number two is like a cottage right. with some rolling misty hills behind it. And picture number three is a uh, steel and glass tower with um, like a city skyline in the background. So, out of those three, which one is? I don't know. It just says pick an image. It doesn't tell you what it does. Clearly, the North Korean embassy is going to be the cooler of the three. Right. I will embassy. choose the Korean embassy for you. Yeah. So we've got ten questions, which are um, agree, disagree, neither agree, or you know, one to five, yeah. with agree being five. So. Okay. Question one. I see myself as someone who is reserved. Five. I see myself as someone who is generally trusting. Three. I see myself as someone who tends to be lazy. Four. I see myself as someone who is relaxed, handles stress well. Four. I see myself as someone who has few artistic interests. Three. I see myself as someone who is outgoing, sociable. Two. I see myself as someone who tends to find fault with others. Two. Fuck off, you're getting a five. <laughs> I see myself as someone who does a thorough job. No, two. Of judging others. Hmm. I see myself as someone who gets nervous easily. Three. I see myself as someone who has an active imagination. And finally, 
where do you live? It says, enter a full UK postcode. I'll uh, censor some of it. So, GU1? Yeah. And then, what's the other bit? Just in case anyone would like to go and visit you. Well, you say you will, but I will have to try and remember now, too. <laughs> oh, that's true, yeah. So, uh, so, everyone might now know where Dan lives. Your personality traits. Uh, for openness, you've got medium. Conscientiousness, you've got low. Extroversion, you've got low. Agreeableness, you've got medium. And neuroticism, you've got medium. And the best place for you to live is Mid-Suffolk. <laughs> is okay. there anything in Mid-Suffolk? Uh, no, I guess that's probably part of the reason that you should go there. Uh, so it says, This low-lying Suffolk district is large and mostly rural. Residents of this district generally reported lower-than-average levels of openness and neuroticism for Britain. Levels of all other traits, conscientiousness, extroversion, and agreeableness, were higher than average. Uh, well, hang on, didn't Dan get low for all of those? I thought so, yeah. yeah. so I'm basically not going to fit in at all. Yep. Uh, so I'm being sent there because there's no one else there and it's for the rest of the world's protection from my low conscientiousness and sociability. I think that's fair enough. Uh, the worst place for you to live is Ealing. This West Lesson yep. district is close to Heathrow Airport. It's also one of the capital's most ethnically diverse boroughs. So that's the worst place for Gosh. you to be. <laughs> so basically, Dan, you're a bit of a racist. You're too racist to go there. Uh, this district ranked the ninth lowest in Britain for conscientiousness. Residents generally reported lower than average levels of extroversion and agreeableness and higher than average levels of openness and neuroticism for Britain. So I think you'd be all right there. But where you live, uh, residents of this district generally reported lower than average levels of neuroticism. Levels of all other traits, openness, conscientiousness, extroversion and agreeableness were average for Britain. And the best place near you that you could live is Waverley. I mean, Waverley's quite nice. Mm. I just can't really be asked to move. Well, you've got to, because you've got to go and live in mid-Suffolk now. Yeah. Oh. And Where that is was... Suffolk, anyway? I've literally no idea. Uh, it's south of Norfolk. Yeah, it's oh, East Anglia, isn't it? No. It's closer than the name. There's a lot of inbreds around there. You'll fit right in. Thanks. You're welcome. Too kind. Yeah, that's where, that's where you have to go and live now. Okay, so while I start house hunting on Google Street View and just move into North Korean Embassy in protest, and then to Graham for illegally detaining me there... Um, but you Graham, can also you remember to... that by moving to you know Mid Suffolk, you'll probably get a better internet connection. Yeah, and the the distance um it, it's closer to Leeds, so your audio quality will be improved because you yeah. you could go onto FM. It's win win. So yeah, um while I start house hunting, Graham would like to talk about Pornhub stats. Yeah, As so um you remember that we had uh, the Christmas guide. Um, yes. Well, they they have now um, broken the stats down by region. Oh, they must have listened to the podcast. I think they did. So uh, I thought maybe you'd like to know what uh, Birmingham, London and Leeds have been um, well, tossing off to recently. I would I love really to worried you were going to say all the residents of, like, Daniel's house or something. Or Adam's house. <laughs> yeah, it's a it, particularly I, detailed breakdown by you, you can break it down by IP address, so... Uh... <laughs> really? Uh, no, no, of course not. <laughs> I don't know. I can believe Pornhub would do that. would be hilarious. So, um... Would you like to start with Leeds, Birmingham, or London? Let's go with Birmingham. Okay, so... London. Uh, well, Adam said Birmingham first. So, the most popular searches in Birmingham, you'll be pleased to know, are in order of uh, highest to lowest. No, let's uh, let's inject a bit of suspense into this. Let's go... Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Let's do a top 11. Okay. 
So, at number 11, Ebony. At number 10, Celebrity Sex Tape. Number 9, Cartoon. Number 8, British Chav. Number 7, Stepsister. Number 6, Teen. Number 5, Milf. Number 4, British. Number 3, Indian. Number 2, Stepmom. And number 1, Lesbian. What I'm getting from that is that some people are deeply fucked up. Um, obviously, like uh, lesbians, that's fairly normal. Lesbians, fine. Stepmom, mm, no. Fine's not. Yes, yeah, biological. It's yeah. There's no blood relation. It's, it's fine. It's fine. So, what have you been uh, wanking to, Dan? Well, uh, you'll be pleased to know that um, lesbian and stepmom are number one and two again. Um, Milf is a lot more popular in London, up at number three. Um, mm. Massage is at number eight. Seems quite tame. And threesome at number ten. Mm. But otherwise, it's very similar. We've got British and Indian. British more so than Indian, whereas Birmingham is the other way around, which oh, is makes sense. Uh, Birmingham's a little bit more inclusive. No. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, it doesn't, not really surprising for Birmingham. Oh, no, yeah. Birmingham, yeah, but... And uh, so, at Le- in Leeds, um, top three match London, uh, lesbian, stepmom and MILF. Um, and there isn't really anything else that, that doesn't feature in any other, other lists. But, um, yeah, so it's lesbian, stepmom, MILF, British chav, British teen, stepsister, cartoon, threesome, Indians right down at number 10. So quite racist here. And celebrity sex tape is number 11. Hmm. I, I really hope the title of this podcast when it goes out is lesbian, stepmom, MILF. Uh, I mean, it can be. Good. I'd like to see that. Um, what about Cornwall? Go for somewhere right out in the boonies. I don't think Cornwall's in there. Suffolk? I haven't got internet down in Cornwall yet. Uh, no, Suffolk doesn't have any internet either, which is um, probably yeah. for the best if you're going there. Scunthorpe? No, that's uh, right. no that's, that's I guess it would come on. Yeah, yeah. Too specific. I'm guessing it's broken down quite broadly. Yeah, uh, there's nothing else of any interest in the uh, Pornhub Gizmodo joint report, so uh, we'll we'll leave it there. So um, I hope you're educated viewers. This is uh, statistics as a small course in why it can be interesting and how you can apply it to your day to day wanking. Um, so obviously, if you'd like to make an effort to you know adjust those stats, uh, better get started. Yeah, I mean it'll take some furious beating to get something <laughs> up into the. <laughs> <laughs> into the top categories but if you do manage it or if, or if you do trying let us know well I think we should um, we should try and get a uh, you know when um, like uh, the Radio 1 Breakfast Show tries to get like Kenny Loggins to number one and, or something yeah. like that what, we could do something similar what can we try and get to number one on, uh, on the Pornhub searches I think we might struggle here somewhat but we can certainly give it a go mm, it doesn't want to be too niche because um there's specialist sites for like dwarves and uh, that sort of thing, but uh, I don't know what's what's something that's. Um, let's find the list of porn that the government banned. Oh God. yeah, I'm glad oh, you're doing the search for this. So it's not like stuff that should be porn. It's just stuff that's weird and yeah. Well, this was about this just over a year ago. Um, was, this, was this the extreme thing that they extreme porn law that they? Bought in that was you know we don't like the look of it so it's now illegal. Yeah, we're we're afraid of this because we don't know what any of it means that kind of thing. Or um, we want to be the only ones that are doing it in our sex dungeons. Mm, which is fair enough. Uh, and uh, private members clubs. They, they just and... want to be able to control it. That's I think that's reasonable. Um, so here's the list of what got banned about a year ago: uh, spanking, caning, aggressive whipping, penetration by. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Just go back. Yeah. So. 
gentle casual whipping uh that's fine i guess so yeah just as long as it's not aggressive but you can't so spanking's not allowed no but just gentle light whi- whipping yeah, yeah just play, playful whipping okay cool Mm. Uh, penetration by any object, quote, associated with violence. So, presumably just... As someone who has... Guns and knives? I have been physically beaten with a dildo before. Um, So I kind of associate them with violence. Well, then uh, you've just got that porn banned. Well done, Dan. I I feel okay with that, frankly. Uh, Physical or verbal abuse, regardless of if consensual. Uh, Ural agnia, known as water sports... Aww. Role-playing as non-adults, physical restraint, humiliation, female ejaculation, strangulation... Oh, physical restraint? Yeah. Uh, face-sitting and fisting. Now, what, these are... At the same time? Um, you'd have to be quite good at Twister, but I only you could give it a try, couldn't you? Mm. But, so, I mean, the UK government banned them, but I can't imagine that has made it any harder to watch any of that on the internet. Apart from the fact that, you know, I don't really want to beat off to any of that. It um, doesn't sound very nice. What about humiliation, where they just stand around and, like, call someone a twat? Well, but but why is that erotic? Why, why do I... I don't know. No, I don't either. Well, I think I think we should try and get aggressive whipping to number one. I think we should try and get gentle whipping. Well, how about playful whipping? Yeah, playful yeah. whipping. You right. don't get anything illegal to number one. No, no, fair enough. Yeah. What you've got to do is search for it. You don't have to actually... Okay, so if everyone could go on Pornhub and search for Playful Whipping, please, and we'll yep. review the stats again when they when when's the chart come out? It's on on Radio One on. Mm-hmm. A, they moved it to a Friday, didn't they? Yeah, I assume they do the UK Top Forty and the Pornhub um, yes. search terms. Yeah, that's correct. I think it's on BBC One Extra. The uh, the Pornhub search terms. Oh, that's fair enough. Yeah, it's a bit more niche. Probably more people use Pornhub than listen to music. I wouldn't say that's true. Probably more people use it than listen to Radio One. Well, than listen to pop music. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean there's going to be a big crossover there, in that Venn diagram, isn't there? But yeah, that's true. Mm. But I think that's that's going to be true of Pornhub and any other activity is probably going to have quite a large crossover in the yeah. Venn diagram. Um, yeah, that's true. So anyway, um, back to the real world, and uh, Bruce Forsyth has not killed any more celebrities. Well, I mean, some people died, but I didn't really know. Somebody from Earth, Wind and Fire, I think, was the only one who yeah. was vaguely famous. They don't count. Um, they were all co-joined or something. That... Mm, I don't know anything about them. No. Um, but instead, what he's been doing now is luring whales onto beaches and harvesting their souls instead. So He must have extra large souls. He must be quite hungry. Um, maybe he's... Uh, I don't think on. soul size is proportional to body size. Mm. How else would it work? Yeah, I mean, he has got a point, Adam. I, I, I assumed it was more of a sort of ephemeral thing rather than a, a, a physical relationship. Well, look, whales can't have like bones and internal organs that big. There must be something filling up all of that yeah. space. You couldn't fit all of a whale soul into an ant or something, could you? No. Well, how do you know? Have you tried? Not that I'm prepared to admit to. Mm. Precisely. Um, you know, it, for all you know, all souls are the same size. Well, regardless of the souls, he is now harvesting them from whales. So the question needs to be asked, how do we stop this monster? I presume if we, like, refuse to watch strictly under any circumstances. Well, he's not on anymore. Oh, yeah, I'm already yeah. doing that. Um, oh, yeah, because he's, he's on one of his killing sprees where he's not on the TV, is he? Exactly. I mean, I presume well, it's that... worse than that, then. It's going to involve some sort of ritual. Mm, yeah, that's probably a good idea. 
and insist that he's reinstated onto Strictly, which, frankly, is probably just as bad as harvesting the souls of all those whales. Well, I, I, I think you've got it the wrong way around. I don't think he takes time off because he's on a killing spree. I think uh, the time off is when he's hibernating, and then the harvesting begins when he comes back out of hibernation, and then he's on TV. No. Oh. So I think um, getting him onto the TV will just uh, ramp up the the murder. And start the cycle again. Yeah. yeah. Or he might be feeding before he goes into hibernation. That would make more sense, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm. In which case, you'd, you'd expect the deaths to have started a few years ago. Well, no. He kind of, you know, he's probably started small on, like, squirrels and, you know, light snacks and stuff. This is um, a good point. He's finally worked his way up to the big celebs. Yeah, so he's, he's gone and then through the big celebs, and yeah. then he's now gone on to whales, and so it's either going to be, like, I don't know, there's nothing bigger than the whales, so he's probably just hibernating now. I wonder if he um, paid that guy to shoot Cecil the lion so that he could harvest his soul, because a Not famous lion is going to have a massive soul. Mm. That's true. Yeah. We're starting to string this pattern together. We may be able to stop him. So I think I think we should probably take our findings to the Met, and uh, they can... Or do we need to go to somebody a bit more um, occult? I, I would imagine so. Like, occult. Yeah, what are the, what are the police going to do? They'll, they'll just yeah. take their souls. Yeah, that's true. It needs to be like a, a comedy double act, but not comedy. You know, uh, sort of one's a retired hard bitten ex cop, one's an ex circus gymnast or something. Yeah, I think that sounds awful. Oh no! But I mean, you want you want to have something that's going to be good TV because we're going to be able to sell the rights to this, not to films, obviously. Yeah, but we but... can just lie about who they were. No, it'll be like a sort of HBO miniseries. Yeah, yeah. but um, we can, yeah we can definitely get it on TV. And uh, I mean, I don't know why we're selling the, the rights to this because. Well, I guess we've just laid claim to them, haven't we? That's how yeah, we're, that's we're the ones that, we're the ones that have, have deduced what he's up to. So does that mean that it... Well, that probably means it falls to us to stop him. Mm. Okay, so how are we going to stop him? So, well, so one's a computer engineer, one's a hospital management person. It's not... that. That's even worse than the hard-bitten cop and acrobat thing. We are, that is... We, I mean, we are a terrible double act, aren't we? The fact that we're very boring and there's three of us. Yeah. yeah. It's one of the fundamental problems. Yeah, you don't hear about too many triple acts, do you? You don't hear about any. We'd have to go to four, and even then, we'd have to. What like, the fuck is know, a quadruple act? Well, no, but you know, a lot of TV series have like you know the main duo and then the backup comedy duo. Oh, I see. Right. So, Adam and someone could be like the main super serious duo, and then we could be the bumbling comedy sidekicks. Uh, we, we should be kept get... away from each other. We can't be. We oh, yeah, okay, so... adults with us at all times. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, but that's why it's funny because we just get ourselves into crazy situations and have japes and stuff. Mm. Well, I think we need to lure him out first. So, who Does is? Have any whales? Well, I think I he's don't. he's feast on the whales, so he's probably just ready for some dessert now, uh, something yeah, a bit lighter. So interesting, like well, like Cecil, but you know, we need to hang out another celebrity. Yeah. So, um, who is old? Who wouldn't be missed? Well, well, I mean, we've so already been over the Murdoch proposition, but obviously there are issues around that. The Murdoch the doesn't have a soul. Yeah, this is the problem. Judy Dench or um, Helen Mirren would seem like obvious. But they'd be missed. I'd be. Yeah, v- no, but I'd... I imagine their souls are quite tasty, so they'd be good bait. I, I yeah, don't yeah. know if I could live with myself if I'd hung no. up. Oh, who was the um, actress who uh, went off about black people just didn't try hard enough and that's why they didn't get on the, on the Oscars. No, she's British. Oh. She's in Room. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name. No, uh, I've never heard of her. 
Uh, she, she, um, if you've never heard of her, is she a celebrity? Yeah, because she's in a film, mate. It's yeah, because you have film. to bear in mind that we are, we are not the benchmark for who is successful mm. and popular and famous because we haven't got a fucking clue about popular culture. No, nope, that's not. true. Our fingers are nowhere near the pulse. Charlotte yeah. Rampling. That was it. So she, um, I don't really, I recognise her. She was in uh, the second series of Broadchurch. And uh, she's done some other stuff. And she was in 45 Years or something, which is the the recent film that's Oscar nominated or something like that. Anyway, she said that the reason there weren't any black people uh, nominated for Oscars was because they weren't very good at acting, which is mm. uh, not the best thing to have said, regardless of your views. Um, you know, she's entitled to her stupid opinion. It's wrong, but she's allowed to have it. But saying it out loud is probably not a great plan when you're talking probably, to the media. Well, and it's, yeah, it's probably not going to do your Oscar chances any good. So maybe we could uh, sort of bait Brucey into coming for her soul and then trap him. Yeah, but how would we, how would we like, hang her out to dry? Do, do we literally have to sort of tie her to a post in, I don't know where the hell Bruce lives, but... Well, I mean, someone... he's, he's on the East Coast at the moment. That's where all the whales are. So we just need to get her down to Skegness. I mean, he could probably come up to Hull, because I'd imagine he is probably sea-based at the moment. Yeah, that would make sense. So maybe we could try and tempt Charlotte Rampling to Hull this weekend. What if we can convince her that the Oscar party has been moved to Hull mm, from or... LA because it's the city of culture? Yes. How about we told her that there was like an EDL rally or something? She'd be bang up for that. That I could also he... work. Also, I think probably more celebrity loving needs to have it dressed up a bit. It, it would be lo- sort of like a, a celebration of English nationalism rather than just a bunch of skinheads okay. at a rally. Mm, yeah. yeah, fair enough. Yeah, so UKIP is probably she's she, that's sort of the acceptable face of racism, isn't it? Yeah, because they're all bright orange as well, aren't they? So yeah. they fit naturally with the celeb crowd. So if we put word out uh, via her people, do we have people that could talk to her people? I suppose Daniel probably technically are people, aren't you? Oh. Yeah. So if you could speak to her people and tell her that there's a UKIP um, rally is probably the wrong uh, social uh, gathering. Yeah, yeah, I mean you you want to make it sort of cultural um, event. Yeah, like a like a festival. Um, more like a summer fate, I think. Yeah. Is. Okay. No, but less fate. nice. Um, like a, I don't know, something. Summer lynching. Yeah. There's a like spring. I think. Uh, yeah, we're not. Yeah, well, it's not even spring, is it? It's winter. Uh, winter lynching is winter. No, nobody can bother to travel for those. No. If it's nearby, you'll go, but you're not yeah. going to travel for it. Yeah, it's not worth the effort. Anyway, we'll we'll come up with something that sounds quaint enough that she might attend, and it's in Hull, and then we will, um, I don't know, just beat her up and leave her on the beach, and Brucey will come in, take her soul, and how? Do, I mean, how do you trap her? Geriatric tap dancer. Um, How to sabotage I mean, tap shoes? We we'll guess some smash jazz. His ankles. Oh yeah, we could play play a bit of jazz, and uh, I do like the sound of smashing his ankles though. Yeah, while he's well, you play the jazz, and then while he's distracted, yeah, yeah. with the hammer, smash his ankles, and then um, I assume that we have to plunge something into his heart, and then when yeah. we do that, all the souls of the people he's killed recently will be restored to their bodies, and. No, that sounds horrifying. Well, that, yeah, that could be yeah, a problem. No, 
Oh yeah, so they're, they're allowed to rest. They're allowed yeah. to uh, cross over. You have to plunge one of those like um, the black canes that all the tap dancers in the tails and top hats have. Mm, yeah, it sounds sounds likely. You plunge one of them through his heart. Get, get the source of his powers. Get one of those nice and sharp. Um, plunge it into his heart. Souls go free. Then we can go to the pub. Yeah, sounds good. Job done. Yeah, it's a plan. See you in hell. So um, now that we have sorted out restoring the souls of Alan Rickman and David Barry and all the other cool celebs, um, okay. yeah, we're going to come to something much less interesting, which is all the things that Adam has done last week that aren't XCOM 2 or work, which nothing. is... Absolutely nothing. Yeah. So, um, uh, look, I'm sorry, but I've been saving the planet. It there is are impo- just some things that are more important than doing anything useful and worthwhile with my time. Um, I find 80% of my time playing XCOM 2 is spent saying, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it, it gets it gets less fuck's sake but it definitely maintains some level of for fuck's sake all the way through. Yeah. The main thing that I find frustrating with it is that every time you start like scanning for something, like you see some people or some uh, supplies or something, you start scanning for them, and then some fucking aliens pop. I'll go, oh, come over here. It's like, just let me finish what I'm fucking yeah. doing. Yeah. What, I, what I do quite like is the, the thing they've done with the character pools, where you can basically pre-create your friends yeah. and family um, and then have them show up randomly in the game. Oh, I didn't know what that meant. That makes yeah. Sense. So basically, because in XCOM One, if you wanted to, when you got a new recruit, you go in, you'd rename them, you give them the name of, a, of somebody you knew, and then that kind of made them more important because you know I was trying to avoid getting you and Dan killed. Mm. Um, <laughs> but now, what you can do, while you can still do that, you can basically in advance go in, go into a character creator, create all of your friends and family, set them up however you want, and then. They Sometimes they up. come up when you recruit, right? That makes sense. I didn't know. I saw the option there, but I didn't know what it meant. They'll show up as random people, and you can say, "Do you want them to be like recruits, or do you want them to show up as like scientists or engineers or other things they can show up as?" Um, yeah. And you can also import and export those characters so that other people can import them into their game and have them appear. Oh, amazing! Um, and and then, can you? So, if, if you export yours, I could select which ones I wanted to import, or is it a yeah. batch job? Yes, yeah, so you can you can you can you can either export like you can you can export individual characters or all of them, and you can import individuals or all of them. Okay, uh, and and you can then edit it as well if you wanted it to be like if you wanted to change it so that I only showed up as a scientist or something, then okay. you can do that. Well, you're in my game already as a sniper, and Dan, you're a heavy. Awesome, the heavy. And the I'm uh, I don't know what he's called, but the, the lad with the sword on his back. Ranger. Yeah, I'm one. Yeah, and, Ranger's uh, great. And it's good fun, but at the moment I'm not very good at it. I quite often uh, set up an ambush and it goes horribly wrong and I think, yeah, I see exactly what I should have done there. So I'm assuming that I'm learning something as I'm going <laughs> and I will improve. I just Yeah, it took me a while. Like the f- I, I, I played through and then I got a few hours in and realised that I'd made some terrible choices in terms of yeah. like the strategic level rather than like the missions and that I'd kind of fucked myself over. So I actually started again so that I would like not be fucked. Because um, I would have been able to recover probably, but it would have taken ages and I couldn't be bothered with it. So I started again, redid it, had a lot more success. And I've definitely found it easier the second time through. Like, the first time through, everything just seemed like insanely hard. Um, so what I think specifically I'm, did you fuck up? Because um, I'm imagining that I'm going to 
realise that I've done all of your mistakes so as well. I didn't build the Guerrilla Warfare Centre or whatever, which means I couldn't buy like the squad size expansion options and okay. all the rest of it. I don't um, think I've got that being an option yet. Um, and I had built the Advanced Warfare Centre, which is really good because it speeds up the healing of your troops, but the problem is you're quite space-constrained, and it takes a long time to like make more space available. So it can right. really screw you over because it like by the time you get to the bottom, it's taking like you know twenty days or whatever to clear space, mm. and then you need the money and the resources to build the thing, and that then takes like another twelve days to build. By which point, everyone's dead because you're only able to take four people on a mission instead of six. Mm. Uh, so it was stuff like that that I screwed. Also, I did a lot of stuff where I like sort of half scanned something somewhere and like go off and do something else, and I kind of didn't realize how important some of the things were to actually do mm. and what stuff you needed so i kind of went back through and did it again well, i've got to a point where my base has just been shot down and uh. i thought fuck that i'm going to bed <laughs> so, uh i will i need to do that mission at some point but um i've been shot down and i've got all six and i think you have to blow a thing up while stop stopping people from coming on your, yeah your ships. i found it insanely hard but then I, it happened to me really quite late on um mm. and so the enemies that i was facing were horrendous um, because unlike the first game where, although you got new enemies turn up, they didn't get any tougher. Yeah, so, they were just you know, slightly different. Yeah, if you had a sectoid turn up in like, you know, 20 hours in, mm. it was still like a little three health sectoid that you could just one shot and move on. Yeah. Whereas here, the enemies scale to some extent. So okay. even the basic grunts, when you're encountering them later in the game, they're like elite versions, and they're just they've just got more health. Really, there's nothing like, but it well, just means you can't cricket, just. Is it? it means you can't just like you know fire fire at them once and then just move on to your next target, mm. uh, which keeps it challenging. The problem with the first game was that it got to a certain point where it was just easy. Yeah. You just yeah. you sat at the back with a bunch of snipers and just picked everybody off. And... I enjoyed that bit because the main thing I like about games is playing them, not getting cross because I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, the thing I is, this one like it does definitely get easier. Like mm. as you get the, the the squad size upgrades and all of the like the gear upgrades and your your troops get promoted, it definitely gets easier. And you know, there's much less chance of your troops just getting wiped out in one spectacular tactical cock up. Like when there you is get early the side troops, it gets much easier. I actually have done the entire game without any side troops, <gasps> but the side troop is amazing. Um. I do have one. I just never take them on missions because I'm too busy training them up in side abilities. <laughs> it's like I refuse to take on a mission until I've trained them as much as I can. But the problem is it's like 10 days each one and he's been doing it for like three months at this point and I've never taken him out into the field. I'm sure it'll be great if I ever use him. Um, but yeah, like it does get easier, but it never gets easy, which I quite like because and I'm playing it on one of the difficulties that's not the really hard one. I can't remember. Yeah. I think I'm on the second easiest, and I keep toying with going on to easiest because I think, fuck this, I've got stuff to do. I can't remember. Um, I'm on the second easiest. Yeah, I've got I've, quite good and I'm not doing Iron Man either because. Oh, oh no, fuck that noise. I'll, 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 I will. I will go through and do an Iron Man playthrough at some point, um, but I want to actually see the game all the way through, um, yeah. see the ending, and then I can go. All right, that's nice and sorted. Now I can I can go and do the. Oh, for fuck's sake! I fuck this one up properly. Yeah, I never bothered with Iron Man on. Uh, XCOM 1 because I figured that no, why should I? If I wanted to do that, I'd just go and join the bloody army and go to Afghanistan. I mean, it does it does give you that real like you, if you're going to do Iron Man, like you, you really have to like make sure all your squad are like people you know as well, and then just it just gives you that kind of sense of peril of like oh fuck, I've just got someone killed, 
Um, and it's mm. actually kind of slightly more impactful. And yeah, chances are you won't make it to the end of the game. You'll like get a few hours in and you'll just be so badly fucked over that you won't be able to continue. But that's fine. You just then say, all right, that's my playthrough over. I'm done. Um, but it's just a different different way to go through it. There are people who, by all accounts, have already completed it on like Impossible Iron Man or whatever the top mm. combination is. And those people are terrifying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I do like this this particular version of it because I, I really like the time limits because the first game, all the incentive was to just crawl gradually across the map and like poke yes. one thing at a time. Whereas this is kind of go, 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 urgency, action, run, 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 sprint, murder, 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 murder. And yeah, it's really cool. Um, I, I do definitely like that change. Some of the timers can be a little over the top. Yeah. Um, no, I, I have lost one mission where the thing I needed to poke was at the other end of the map and there was the first sectopod I ever encountered sitting on it. That was unpleasant. Yeah, I, I think I failed two missions where I like I, I, I got to the thing that I need to get to but then couldn't get out again, like extract in time. Mm. Uh, and so I just kind of thought, fuck it, I'll extract. I'm not going to lose a load of troops. I'll just extract instead and just abandon the objective. Um, the one thing I have noticed is that when you get your monthly report, it's much harder to tell whether you've done well or not, other like why you've done well or not. So the, the, the bloke yeah. will give you your report and he'll go, Commander, you were shit this month. We're very disappointed in you. I'm like, well, well, I did this, this, and this, and I didn't fail any missions, and I did everything that was that came up as an option. And what, mm. what more am I supposed to? And then like the next. So thank you very much for listening. I have been Daniel, and my co hench minion people have been have been. No, what you want to introduce ourselves again? Yeah, even though I... it's finishing. Okay, well, my name's Daniel Mercer, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> my name is also <laughs> Daniel Mercer, and I'm a twat. <laughs> so what we've learned today is that my two co-presenters hate me and everything I stand for. But you knew that already. Well, Thanks, everyone. Yeah, Bye. Fair enough. Bye. Bye. My girlfriend sucked 36 dicks. Congratulations if you told Gemma about this. Was it, was it 36 or 37? Uh... It might have been 37. 37. It's in Clerks. Yes. Alright. Girlfriend. Th- oh, it is 37. So 37 <laughs> Dicks is next episode. So that's something to look forward to.